Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Hey, hi. Que lo que? Que lo pasó? Que yo no sabe nada cuando está hablando así. And that's all getting cut. No, anyway. it's, it's not getting cut. It's not getting cut. Uh, I swear I, I said know that because well it's still though. Hispanic. It's Hispanic Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. It still is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right, um, I can make myself look crazy speaking Spanish because you make yourself look crazy all the time speaking English. Yeah, and it, oh, pretty much. Okay, Jojo's practicing her Spanish. I am. So if y'all she's got on, any, uh, she's on Duolingo. If you guys got any suggestions and things, see, I play around a lot because I'd rather make fun of me than like feel some type of way when other people make fun of me. But learning a new language is obviously, you know hard it's not fucking easy but it's also can be embarrassing and i think it's more embarrassing for me because i am spanish so it's like for me being puerto rican and i don't speak any like fluent good spanish it's like fucking embarrassing but i'm tired of being embarrassed (laughs) about not being able to speak so i'm gonna fucking learn but i know a lot i know a lot more than i let on that's the only thing a lot of puerto ricans don't speak spanish so don't feel bad yeah, but I don't want to be a lot of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> like, and it's crazy because I, I don't know if I said it here. It was just something that I said to you, but um, the, I forget her name, but the chick from Jane the Virgin, she was, I seen a TikTok of her saying like, I'm Hispanic mm-hmm. and I'm well like involved or like um, educated on my culture and my background. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to speak the language to be considered a real Latina. Mm-hmm. And that's on period. Mm-hmm. but I hate to miss out on conversations and I hate to look dumb. So I really just want to be perfectly fluent at it so I could talk shit. You could talk shit. Yeah. So for those of y'all who are new, um, I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican, Jojo's Puerto Rican, and my parents don't speak English. Well, my stepdad does, but it's like broken English. Um, and they have been living here for some time. Like they've been living here. My sister's 23. So, or 22, one of those, they've been here for like 22, 23 years. And they have tried, like, I mean, my dad went to like, uh, a free class that they were giving in like a community college near us. And I would tell her, I remember that he would go to school and he would like dress up. Like he would literally wear a suit to go to class. He's the most um, humblest man ever. Like yeah. I really do. That's like, I don't know. That's one person you can't snap on. Yeah. I love him. But yeah, he learned. And then my mom tried it as well. And it was really hard for her for it to stick. Like she she took more than one class and it just wouldn't stick. And like, I don't know if it was like, 
I truly don't know what it was, but like she, she doesn't really speak English and my little brother doesn't speak Spanish. So like, I truly don't know how they communicate, but they communicate. And like, I feel like it's scary to see that, that like the newer generation doesn't speak Spanish because my niece and nephews also don't speak Spanish because my sister and her fiance don't speak to them in Spanish, even though they do speak Spanish. Mm. So when my nie- my mom and my niece are trying to talk, my niece is like, I don't know what she's saying. What is she saying? And I'm like, OMG, this is so tragic. For those of you who like don't speak any Spanish, even though you grew up around it and like you kind of understand it, but you're just not fluent, what are some of the reasons why you think like you never picked it up? fluently or like you know because i feel like for me my mom always says like i'll be asking her be like why y'all ain't stick to it like really teaching us Mm -hmm. um and she's always like oh i would tell y'all something in spanish and y'all would look at me like i'm stupid and i hated that like yeah so i think you know for them it was kind of like they didn't have the patience to like sit with us and be like no you know keep going till you get it right um and now at this point you know as much as i still want to blame them and i kind of do I just have to figure it out myself. I think it's a mix of that. I think it's a mix of like what language are you guys speaking at home, but also like what's going on at school. Mm -hmm. So I went to school in the Dominican Republic. So like when I came to the U.S., I didn't know any English. All I knew was Spanish. Like I only went to Spanish speaking classes. And then I came here to second grade and I literally did not know English. So I felt like so... It felt so weird because it's like being a kid and not knowing what people are saying to you. And I was put like in those ESL classes. And then luckily I went to a very like Hispanic school. So like everyone around me spoke Spanish. Um, and when we would speak in Spanish, she'll be like, you cannot speak in Spanish in this class, blah, 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 blah. So they'll get upset about that, which made sense because it was like an ESL class. But when I grew up and I was like in high school and I was speaking Spanish, teachers would get upset and be like, don't speak Spanish. And I'm like, girl, I can speak whatever <laughs> I want. And I'm talking right. about you. That's why I'm speaking in Spanish. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. I'll, I'll be telling her too. I was like, first of all, if I grew up up north, I would be a problem. That's one. Two, my Spanish would be like you think? chef's kiss because I don't know. there's so many, I feel like there's so many more Spanish people up north than there is down south. Jersey. For sure. So even if I didn't get it from home, I definitely would have got it from somebody else's family. Yeah. For sure. Like, it's so weird to me because like even growing up, like all my friends spoke Spanish, like literally it's it was just so common for everyone around you to speak spanish and english so when i come around you and like your even like your uncle and your aunt who are pretty young they don't speak spanish either nope so crazy to me so yeah there'd be some language barriers with her and my mom all i know is that she loves to tell me that she loves me and i love that for us (laughs) she'd be like hola mami i love you and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> and that's it. I'm gonna leave you for your mom. <laughs> Say no, hold on. But I wish you could understand what she was saying. Do you feel like you understand it? Um see the thing about them, and I keep telling her is like they whisper to each other. One you don't whisper. One, if you're talking too fast, forget it. Forget it. I'm lost. It's muy rápido. You feel me? <laughs> and they they do. They'll like talk so low to each other when we went out to eat 
mm-hmm. at that restaurant, I could not hear a damn thing mm-hmm. that any of them on that side of the table was saying. Really? Yeah. I was like, but you're answering them. And I'm like, she said something? I don't know. I think I'm so used to it. But like, you should hear when she's talking to, to people in DR. Why they get all... They, no, they literally up? are screaming. Like, I don't know if there's like a... like. There's a connection issue all the time, but they're always, like, screaming, like, all the time. Now, when Leo talks, I kind of... You understand I her? I understand her. Oh, really? Yeah. But, like, she speaks loud, and, like, I mean, she speaks pretty fast, too. So, it's a hit or miss, but mm-hmm. for the most part, yeah. Yeah. This is my mom. Your mom... Your dad don't speak that much, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's just your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. Well, yeah, I think it's important for, like, kids to learn... I'm about to say, even if I don't know, if I don't figure it out, my kids are going to know. They need to. And that's what you're here for, babe. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Yeah. Que vamos a hacer? I'm going to have to start talking to you in Spanish, like, all the time. And that's on period. Punto. Mm. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Um, But what's a check-in for us? Like, what has been going on? Same old. Just oh wait, look at the background. I mean, if you if you're listening, obviously you can't. But if you're watching on YouTube, we're like trying to revamp the space. This is not the finalized look, but slowly and surely we need to, you know, always improve. I'm still out here trying to bob the build a hoe. She put these up, y'all. I put these up. These are wall panels. Yeah, and I had to figure out because I was like. Mm. We're not going to glue this and put this on the wall because when you take it down, it's going to fuck it up. So, you know, my dad's been very good help. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, use this, that. And I was like, "Mm, let me go see what Amazon got. And I found something that'll hold it up, which Mm -hmm. was actually pretty nifty. I had never seen it, but I didn't expect it to look this good. So, Yeah, you did it quickly without my help. Don't I always... I help you sometimes hold okay. things and hand things it's to okay. you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, let me hurry up and get this done. Sometimes I'll just be trying to get projects done before she get home. So then it's like a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little scared because I'm like, we ordered this. Let me get, take it out the box. Because if I don't take it out the box, it's just going to sit there and catch dust. And I need it to be up. Yeah. She, she, like be, I'm, she be pressed. Uh, I don't be pressed. Like, it's it's just gotta like, go. it's got to go. Up. It's got to go. Up. Come on. What are we waiting for? We didn't have but it you for that it. long, though. No, we had it for like a week, and then she put it up. But yeah, mm. super proud of you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so what's new? What's new? Nothing. It's Libra season, but y'all already knew that. Um, I love Libras. It's been Libra season though. Yes, since, yeah. since uh, September twenty third. Mm. Um, but nothing new. Same old. Really, really trying to just balance life, work podcast mm. working out <laughs> it's just too much yeah, we trying to get these gains back you feel me mm-hmm. but why are you skipping okay but shout out to everybody who followed us on instagram all oh, yeah, our instagram followers if you don't know us hope you're figuring out who we are what we are what we do blah, 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 blah. and thank you for following us i don't know if because you just thought we were cute <laughs> or if you thought you know, we were entertaining or we really spin facts. I don't know what it is, but I thank you and welcome if you're watching. I hope that after you hit the follow button, you made it here to listen or to watch us on YouTube or on Apple Pod or right. Spotify, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Welcome to the family. 
for just in case you didn't know, yeah. this is my girlfriend. Dara is my lover. Don't tell nobody. Thank you. <laughs> she had to make that clear. I do. Cause why? It, why you have to make that the clear? confusion be strong? It's always, is that your sister? Are you guys sisters? Oh my God, you guys are so beautiful. Is that your sister? I mean, I always wanted a sister, but I didn't want to play with her like that. <laughs> we went to, we went somewhere in the bathroom. She was like, you guys, somebody was like, are you guys sisters? And it kind of caught me off guard. So I was like, uh, 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 no, we're partners. Like, we're in a relationship. It was nice. Like, it was a compliment. <laughs> she was like, you know, you guys are so beautiful. Da, da, da. Like, are you guys sisters? Um, but yeah, all these followers came out of nowhere. Super, super appreciative for that. We're about to hit like 20K. That part. Yeah, come come on to the podcast. Share, like, subscribe, comment, mm-hmm. all the above. It really don't cost you nothing. And if you haven't subscribed on YouTube yet, please take a break right now to go to our YouTube and subscribe. It is in our description, so you could just click the link on our description and subscribe. Um, we are coming back to Patreon. A lot of people have been asking, like, when are y'all coming back? We said we was going to come back in the fall. It's, Here we are. It's been fall. So we are coming back and super excited to talk to you guys because it's been a while. Uh, I think it's been since May. Yeah. So it's been like the whole summer. Pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. And there's like so much tea that we got to share with y'all. So Yeah, we got a lot of juice to give. But mm-hmm. we ultimately want to know what it is that you guys want. Because um, aside from just coming back, we want to redo our tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, how you say that? Basically Like just- subscriptions, tiers, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like we just want to see if there's anything we need to take away, add, you know. Um, but all in all, just tell us what it is that you guys want from us, um, outside of this podcast and mm-hmm. going into Patreon. The whole purpose of Patreon really is just to be a little bit more personal, mm-hmm. um, and, and to have fun. I think, you know, uh, this is a full time job on its own. We say that, but I think with Patreon, we get to be a little less filtered and a little less um just like on the fly like we could really just talk our shit yeah because the one thing about social media and just like people are so quick to like judge based off like a few seconds and it's like you don't you didn't even listen to the full thing so yeah um that's it that's the juice i don't really got much much else All right, so there's two different topics today. So the first one that I want to talk about is lab-grown babies on the horizon. So I ran across this article, and I did see it like on social media, so I wanted to talk about it um, because it's it's literally like a way where same-sex couples could have babies, like biologically. And that's what we want. Right, so... When they refer to lab-grown babies, what they really are talking about is growing human eggs or sperm in the lab using a field of biomedical research called in vitro gamy... I literally just looked this up. It is in vitro gametogenesis. Whatever. IVG for short. So they can make custom human eggs and sperm in the laboratory from any cell in a person's body. And the research was by this Japanese scientist um, who now is um, wanting to like do a startup basically to start this whole IVG thing. 
And it said that one of these companies is California-based conception, and they're working on turning stem cells into human eggs in order to give women the opportunity to have children even as they get older, eliminate the barriers for couples suffering from infertility, and potentially allowing same-sex male couples to have biological children. Mm. Additionally, it could also allow same-sex female couples to have babies with genes from both women and provide transgender couples with the opportunity to have biologically related babies. That's actually crazy. Right? That reminds me of Grey's Anatomy when they're like trying to make livers out of uh-huh. cells and sh- I don't know, just Weird stuff. nut butt shit. Right. That's pretty cool though. I mean, it's already hard for especially like us as females to have or to be able to like have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an entire process. It's not like you know, you can be like, I'm ready to have a kid and just right. do the damn thing. Like, it's an entire process. So anything, I think, that would get us to the point where it's, like, just the slightest bit easier or just mm-hmm. a little bit, like, more uh, specific to us mm-hmm. goes a long way. And, like, one thing to think about is, like, for, like, regular straight couples, when you have a baby... Like, the baby has, like, either the dad's eyes mm-hmm. and the mom's hair. and like share. Right. Share, like, like traits mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, well, obviously with same-sex couples, they only have, like, one person's, like, you know, In genes. terms of, like, yeah, genes, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm about to say, you can look like her, but best believe your personality and characteristics is coming from me. Yeah. And then, okay, so something else that I said was that... um. They tested this out with, like, lab-grown mice, and apparently they believe that it's only five years away from creating the first lab-grown babies. So uh, it's still in the works, but apparently in five years, it's always something that we can see. Um, So then they were also talking about, so, like, in theory, you could reproduce with yourself. Like, if you just want to be, like, a single mom. And... The child would be a hundred percent you. It would be like a literally a mini twin you. It's not crazy. I mean, not identical twins, but it's kind of like wow, that baby really looks like you. So, like just you, because it it is just you. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so do you see any issues with like a baby being a hundred percent related to you only? No, I don't. I don't even know how to fathom like the thought. Like you're solely one person's human. Yeah, one person's blood. Like, girl, can't nobody save you. <laughs> what do you mean? That no, because there was a TikTok where this girl was like, oh, like uh, she it was her and her father, mm-hmm. and the daughter was telling her mom like, that's fine. You married him. You've been with him for years. Da da da. You know that's all cool, fine and dandy. But, like, you can never save him. Like, you're not related to him. Mm-hmm. I am a part of him. Mm-hmm. I'm a part of his bloodline. Yeah. I will be able to save him. Like, yeah. I trump you type. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about when you said, like, wow. So one, you will be of the blood, of the yeah. body of one person. Well, sometimes if you think of it, people who don't have, people who only have one parent. I mean, yeah. In terms of like, like yeah, in physic- terms- physicality, like right. I'm, I was born and raised by one parent. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. 
I don't want to like it sounds crazy in a in a like cool fascinating way to know like we're in an era where science can do these things but I think in the same breath it's like crazy very like what does that really mean for us Mm -hmm. what does that really mean for like a society yeah yeah it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to understand it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it's fascinating enough to be like, I don't want to, you know, yeah. dub it either. I can see a lot of people being against this. Yeah. Especially the religion community. Adam and Eve. Teach its own. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So there are a lot of uh, cons to it. So... It says that it raises a long list of other possibilities, including a 90-year-old genetic mother or a 9-year-old genetic mother or a 9-month-old fetus that becomes genetic parents or people who've been dead for three years whose cells were saved who become parents. So what do you mean? Okay, let me explain. So with the first one, a 90-year-old genetic mother, it's like if this was to be a thing... If a 90-year-old woman wanted a baby mm-hmm. with their genes, they could do that. But it's like, why would you do that if you're 90 and you, you know, close to... So basically, it's saying it's possible throughout any age. Right. And like, uh, even a 90-year-old one. So like, if That's a... a ni- little weird. Even a ninth-month-old baby could because have... Because they're basing it off of... Is this the same thing like with the cells? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um... And then the other thing that they said was, like, people could even potentially steal the DNA of celebrities. For example, clipping of the hair to make babies. Like, imagine being like, I'm going to clip Beyonce's hair so I can have <laughs> and have her genetics. Like, that's wild. That's weird. And people would do it. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, like, nah. What are you I'm thinking? zoned, bro. What are you That's thinking gonna, of? Because I'm thinking like, oh, if all I had to do was take your hair, mm-hmm. like you're a celebrity and I take your hair and I'm like, mm-hmm. I had his baby. You got to pay child support. <laughs> baby. There's got to be rules, regulations, yeah. laws. I don't know. So they were saying that one law would need to be is that um, people, basically you would need to get their knowledge and consent mm-hmm. before any of that. Which is like obvious. Mm-hmm. That's like obvious. But yeah, it's so crazy. Let's see if it becomes a thing. Nah, that's, that's, wow. What I think what concerns me is like when this does become a thing, if it does pass and whatever FDA approved and all this bullshit, like who's going to go first and who's going to like risk somebody else's life? Because you have to have a baby, and then that baby needs to be born and and grow and see, like, are you good? Are you an alien? Like, is everything okay? Do you have 10 fingers and 10 toes? Like, it's like, you know, like, it ha- it's like a risky situation. Well, And it's just five years around the corner, huh? Mm-hmm. Nah, that is crazy. Science <laughs> is certainly something interesting. I know. Um, these conversations could definitely go so many ways for mm-hmm. so many people. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so enough with the lab-grown babies. Um, but I, I've been wanting to talk about that for a while now because I'm yeah, like, that's crazy. That's been a hidden gem. All right, so topic number two that I want to talk about is 
monthly check-ins with your partner. I feel like we love to say over and over again that like to have a successful relationship, you need to have you need to communicate. Like you need to work on your communication skills. But then I feel like when people do that, it comes off like as an argument. Mm. And then it go it gets nowhere because people are taking it more of like a an argument rather than a communication tactic. Yeah. Um so I wanted to go over like some monthly check-in questions that you can ask your partner and maybe we can answer some. Um, but first I want to start off with like what even is a monthly check-in? You don't even have to call it that, obviously, but like pretty much like it's a time where you and your partner get together and talk about like your relationship. You don't like I feel like going on a date and all of that is cute, but it's like you're not focusing on your relationship. Like let's say you go to the movies, like you guys are focusing on the movie. Or even if you guys are at you guys are at home, it's like you guys are focusing on like the TV show that you're watching or whatever. But I feel like intentionally sitting down and like bringing up topics is super important. And like I feel like we did this recently, but it wasn't a monthly check-in. And I, I would say it was kind of like we were asking each other questions. And it was it was pretty cute. So I'm gonna tell him about the Chick-fil-A thing. So my work schedule has been so crazy busy. Like, like it's to the point where it's more than 40 hours. And like I start late. So it's like by the time I'm done, it's almost 7 p.m., mm-hmm. which is a lot. Um, and Jojo has been working regular hours. If you've been listening here, you know that like she would work overnight shifts. Mm-hmm. And she would work like those 16-hour shifts where she will have like three or four days off, but that's no longer the case. So we're basically working similar hours. I work from home. She goes to work. So it's like by the time we're both done, it's like time to cook dinner and then go to sleep pretty much. Yeah. And then like we've been trying to wake up early so we could like work out, study and like do personal things that we want to accomplish. So life has just really been getting in the way and like you made it a good point. Where she was like, we have somewhere to be. I think you was you was like, we have something to do at like six, which is literally the time I get out of work. And usually, I don't like literally clock out at six. I'm like working a little bit longer, so it forced me to like literally be like, I'm done because I have somewhere to be. Yeah. Um. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, where are we going? Do I have to? What do I have to wear? And she was like, you could just like be comfortable. And then she did that trend. We didn't record it because it didn't need to be recorded. Not everything needs to be recorded. And it was like a trend where you have two pieces of paper and then you make them pick like what, what's like what options, but they don't see the options. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like cards, but they don't see the options. So it was like one option was like Chick-fil-A. The other one was like Chipotle. And we don't really eat out like that. So it was one of those days where it's like, we don't have time. Let's just do something quick. Or get something quick. Yeah. Um, we did that. And then um, the next one was like, do you want like bubble tea or Starbucks, whatever? And we got the food and drinks and we went to go see the sunset. Um, <laughs> and we went to like this like rooftop, which we got kicked off of. They were like, you guys have to get down. Like, you guys can't be up here, even though you could be up there. But I guess they just didn't want us. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and we started playing this card game and I feel like it was needed because it was like, we spent a lot of our time hanging out with other people. 
in a sense of like we're always surrounded by th- by like family or friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's rarely just like us anymore. It's just always like group settings, which I feel like you don't really get that one-on-one conversation with your partner. Um, and when you're home, you're just like probably like watching a show and not really focusing on each other. And it was kind of like a monthly check-in because we were just talking about like how we feel, like what are our goals, what what is it that we want to change. Like you've really been on your fitness thing, so you were like focusing on that. And yeah, I really liked it. So thank you for doing that. Of course. Like <laughs> she said, I felt like we were spending time in the same space, but we weren't connecting. Like we weren't involved with each other one-on-one. And I don't know if that's just been a more important thing for me because that's just something we, we've we had since we started. Um, but it's also because like I get in my head about a lot of things. And these were things that I was telling her is like, it could just be me. And that's why sometimes I don't voice my concerns because I'll be thinking it's just me. Like, it's just in my head, like, oh, I'm overreacting. I'm being extra, you know, like, let's just let it go and see how things go. Mm-hmm. You know, if it continues to happen, then I'm like, I'll speak up. But, um, I think like when I set that date, it was kind of like a all right, like I'm just going to speak up because if you keep waiting, nothing's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was just like us spending that time. Like I wanted quality, legit, like personal quality time with her. So I just feel like, you know, especially like leaving, like we we have a home mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, maybe we could just stay here. But I'm like, no, I want us to get out of our comfortable space and like, you know, kind of just connect in a different environment. Mm-hmm. Um and we had some conversations, which was pretty cool because it was like, all right, you know, I got that off my chest. Um, I think I still do struggle with communicating my concerns only because, you know, naturally, I, I think that um, I don't want to feel like I'm one is because I feel like I don't know how to communicate sometimes. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So it may come off like shitty. So and then the other is like, I don't want to hurt your feelings type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm the type of person who rather just kind of shut up and let things be. But, yeah. you know, I think I did what I could in concerning uh, yeah. like um, communicating my concerns. But us having the card games actually helped mm-hmm. because not only were we able to, you know, bring up the conversations of like what we had concerns about it also brought up other questions and conversations that we maybe haven't thought of having or haven't had at all Mm -hmm. so i kind of like that i love that that's something that we do yeah you know like Mm -hmm. fucking conversations don't just have to come from out of your head you know yeah and so i have six questions here we're gonna go over them um I don't know if we're going to answer all of them, but you don't always have to spend money on things. So, like, I know we were talking about, like, question games. So, I'm going to write these on the description, too, so you guys have it for, you know, your reference. Um, and maybe it's something that you can do with your partner. But I feel like I just answered the first one. And the first question is, what is something I have done this month that made you feel loved and cared for? Um, but what's some, 
I'm going to answer it for you. Like, something that you did for me was, I'm telling you, that date with, you know, like, being intentional and, like, it doesn't have to be something out of this world. It doesn't have to be something expensive. It was, right. like, really cute. And it got me out the house. And, like, I feel like since I work from home, sometimes I literally don't leave. That part. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, she got to get out. Like, I'd be, when I leave for work, sometimes I, I kind of envy that a little bit. It's like, damn, she gets to stay home. All she got to do is roll out of bed, you know, and just turn on the computer. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when I go out in the morning and I'm going to work or I'm getting out and I'm, I'm telling her like, hey, it's a really nice day. Mm-hmm. Like, go for a walk or run an errand or maybe go to the backyard, you know, that we have and just take it in. Like, mm-hmm. um, that's why I be telling you that stuff. I'm like, yo, like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out the house. But I don't know if she really does. I'm I'm going to assume she doesn't. I do it sometimes. It's a hit or miss. Yeah. You know how I know? What? Is if the door, the door notifications like pop oh, up really? on my phone. Yeah. It could be me opening the door for, for the dogs, the pack. Yeah, but yeah. I could see you if it's for the package. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. Mm. All right. Talking. So you have to answer the question. So what's something that I have done this month that made you feel loved and cared for? Something that you've done this month when you literally like, what was this Friday? Because we went out. Whatever. Um, probably like two days after that. You were you sent me pictures of the stuff you got from Target. Mm. And you're like, oh, I got, you know, wine. I got us pizza. We can watch this show that we were watching. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh. It's the simplest thing. Like, I literally couldn't wait to get home after that. Um, I was so excited just because I knew, like. It was we, a Friday night. Yeah. But, like, I knew that I was coming home and we were, we had yeah like yeah Mm -hmm. basically like you set aside time to have quality time with me yeah so it was just like i don't know it just (laughs) made me happy it was it was exciting it's like when when a friend is like oh i'm having a sleepover oh like come over less Mm -hmm. you know i just knew that we were gonna be in a bonded space i don't know yeah but I was super excited. And I was like, yes, pizza is my shit. Ooh, we haven't had wine in a little bit. Ooh, she not going to be on her phone. I'm getting all her attention, even though we watching TV. Like, we about to be talking shit. We were watching Love is Blind. <laughs> I guess I That show was a out. disaster anyway. Yeah, it's just something about a disaster. All right. Next question. Do you feel like there's anything we need to improve in our relationship? Um... <laughs> Why you got that face? Because I don't know. <laughs> These questions got. Wasn't there like an easier one in there? <laughs> I um, could, there's another. I, there's an easier one if you want an easier one. I think like I can't say anything specifically that we need to improve. I think like there's always times where something needs to change or like improve, but it's not like it's not a major thing that just has to change. I think. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't know. I think it, it, we have periods of time where everything's good and periods of time where mm, we need to improve on that. But mm-hmm. I don't have anything specific that I feel like we need to improve on. Mm-hmm. Maybe me just improving on myself in terms of like speaking up more. Yeah. 
but as like both of us in our I don't know but I also feel like you're saying that because we just talked about these things but in our last time we talked about issues like this she told me that like I'd be on my phone too much sometimes oh yeah yeah I I I feel like I say this a lot, but I'll just be like, I need you to pay me attention. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what I talked to talk to her about on that date we had where we were answering questions. And I told her, I was like, honestly, I don't know if it's just me being like extra, but I, I haven't been in a relationship where I've been so involved or like felt so needy, I guess. Like usually I'm the one who's being asked of to like be more involved than like, uh how you say that like just embrace embraceful and like affectionate mm-hmm. um but now i feel like i'm on the flip side of that like now i know what people feel so i'm just always telling her like maybe you to you like in her head her version of us is like i she is affectionate enough and she does give um a lot of physical touch which is crazy that that is my love language now <laughs> but and then to me, I'm just like, I want to be in her face, but I don't want to be annoying. Mm. It's a constant fight. But I did tell her, like, you know, I don't want to sound like a little bitch and I am, but like, I want more of your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like you can't contradict yourself because when we were watching Love is Blind, you were on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at that point, I was like over the fuckery that was You happening. were over Love is Blind. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a. I wasn't enjoying our time at that point. Like, that show was getting a little irky. <laughs> okay. Another question. So, do you feel like you still have enough time for your friends and interests? I don't have enough time for anything. <laughs> if I'm being honest, it's not even. It's not even based on like, oh, I'm spending too much time with you. It's mm-hmm. more so based on just. Um, adulting yeah you know work and then when I'm not working and if I do have free time it's like here's my thing like she was saying earlier we're getting up even earlier than work hours than our right right we have a specific time where we need to get ready for work we're getting up earlier than our time to have personal time right like like three hours earlier yes yes (laughs) because after work who has the time to like like you're you are just physically and mentally exhausted after right. work. Period. So I'm getting up at seven in the morning <laughs> to work out. And then have my lunch, my breakfast, all these things did done ready because if I don't, I'm not gonna eat till about three o'clock anyway, which is damn near lunch, dinner, whatever. Anyway, I'm getting up early, I'm working out. I have these eight hour this eight hour block of where I'm at work, right? Whatever the fuck is happening at work, I'm busy, whatever. I get out of work. I'm like, okay, can't wait to go home. You come home and it's like, damn, I kind of want to sit on my ass, but I can't because I got to wash clothes. I got to cook dinner. Um, I got to, you know, I got to clean up. There's a, a chaos going on. Like, it's just a lot. And I feel like it's it's just never ending. No matter if you're on top of it every day, adulting is never ending errands like just things that you and I always think it's crazy because every single time I have something to do I I just think about my mom 
all the times where she used to yell, scream, bitch, and all that at us. And I'm like, what is she, for what? What is she talking about? It's not even that big of a deal. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is every day. No, but I mean, I just think about people who have kids. Mm-hmm. Even worse. like not us, complaining. but that's what I'm saying because like <laughs> as kids we were complaining and uh-huh. we're like oh, but then now I'm seeing like she was doing this by herself with barely any help. That's yeah. why she was bitching at us. Yeah. So I'm just like wow. So it's it just validates her bitch. Yeah. It's just a lot. Yeah. So it's just like people. To- I don't even think <laughs> that it's like oh I'm just too involved in my relationship. It's that. I have shit that needs to get done. Yeah. She plays her part. I play my part. When she can't give me her part, I'm our part. You know, like we're all on different. Every day is different. You know, I have days where I have the energy to get a whole bunch of things done and she doesn't. And then it's vice versa. Like sometimes even we're not on the same page and like, you know, you got to carry the weight. But at the end of the day, like this is our home and we have to do what we have to do. Right. So I think like most of my time is really just that adulting, working, (laughs) anything that I can do for myself when I do have like downtime, anything I have to do at home for like, you know, Mm -hmm. for the comfort of our home. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I think this question is important because it says, do you, do you feel like you still have enough time for friends and interests? Because I feel like sometimes we talked about this a lot. Like people get so consumed in their relationship that like they forget about their friends and like they are just always with their partner. And I feel like I think we do a good job at balancing that. We do. Like we, we, I mean, it, it's not ideal. We definitely probably think like, oh, you know, could do I, more. maybe I could do more and give more time to those people and, and that. Yeah. Um. But I think in the same time, when you have friends that understand what it is to adult mm-hmm. and they know too, then it's just like. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And just taking the time to schedule things out, honestly. Like, I feel like my friends, they love to like schedule things out like weeks in advance. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> I think at a certain point you can't just do things on, on the, the fly, fly anymore. Like, it's very rare nowadays. Yeah. Very yeah. rare. It's like you you have to be around. You gotta give so me a twenty four hour notice. Right. I need to know in advance for sure. It can't just be oh whenever because then it's like it's never gonna happen. Right. So, but I, yeah, it is important. We I, like you said. I think we do the best we can in balancing all that, and we do a pretty decent job actually. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Last question, and I'm gonna summarize all the questions at the end. What's one thing you want to change, try out for next month? Or like in the next couple of weeks? It could be with yourself. It could be like us together. Anything. For me is my fitness goals is to continue being consistent Mm -hmm. and just becoming more disciplined mm-hmm. you know staying with it is the main thing for me mm-hmm. because so many things happen where i'm just like oh vacation this and that i can't and it's just like i don't want that anymore i need to be back to my not that i'm not happy with myself i just have a goal that i want to achieve and i've been wanting to achieve it for a very long time and i know that i can achieve it and i think weird logic I think because I know that I am capable of achieving it, that I've prolonged it. Mm-hmm. And um, she's always telling me, like, just do it. <laughs> do it. Basically, shut the fuck up and do it. And I'm like, you're right. So 
I think that's one personal thing is just like getting to my achieving my fitness goal. And I think in terms of us is just um again giving personal time when we can, mm-hmm. making time for each other. Um I think that's really it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um having that support system or like that accountability partner to help you reach those goals are important, especially your partner. Like you want them to be like your number one fan. And I know how, how important fitness is and like how, when I go through my fitness crazy phases, like how important it is to me. So it's like, I want to make sure that I'm helping you with your goals, which is why tomorrow morning, we are going to a fitness class. So that's yeah. going to be interesting. It's going to be like a little trial thing to see if we even like it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be like personal training slash um, like in a class setting. Yeah. And like going to a commercial gym is cool. We still do that. But I feel like there's something about having a scheduled session where it's like you are paying for this. Bring and if you ass. don't, and the way the fitness thing, this gym works is like if you don't come, you they, they're going to charge you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like you need to show up because you signed up for it type shit literally um so hopefully that will let us both get it back into like our fitness journey because i feel like when you feel good you look good and like it's so easy that's good <laughs> it's so easy to like once it gets cold like just like be a hermit and just be yeah, inside and not, hibernation season yeah and not be like and as when, active when summer come around or the weather start breaking you like damn so much for like my beach bod that i'm supposed to have like <laughs> yeah so we'll see we'll see how long this lasts yeah <laughs> but what about you anything you want to achieve or change um, but yeah when you do these questions both of you have to answer but for the sake of time i was just asking you um oh. but for the next right. month i mean or the next few weeks um, I feel like sometimes I think that I can't do it all, mm-hmm. but I feel like I could if I were to like manage my time better. Um, I'm still studying for this license that I want to get. So I want to be able to like accomplish that. And I just want to get back into fitness. I, I have a goal, but I don't want to fit. Um, I don't want to focus on the goal so much. I just want to work out. Like, I just want to get into the habit of working out. Like, I don't even want to look at the numbers. I mean, I'll look at it, but I'm not going to stress about it. Just literally want to get into the habit of that. And with our podcast, obviously, just continue being very um, consistent. Um, And then with us, just, like, like, continue to do things that, like, bring us closer together. Yeah. It's always like a lot to juggle between keeping the podcast um up to date and up to par and then like personal goals and then you want to be involved with your partner but it is a lot and and it's not to say that you have to do it all but it's also not to say you can't it's just all about like you know what is priority mm-hmm. what is priority get it you know get into the habit of just being like this is what i want this is where i need to be this is what needs my time and that is what it is Mm -hmm. and it's not for people to have to you know dictate what it is that you do with your time Mm -hmm. or accept it like it's your life your time you do with what you need to do because it's really all about you Mm -hmm. but i do agree like getting more obviously we've been here we've 
you know, been giving you guys content episodes um, faithfully on our Mondays like we mm-hmm. can. Um, but I think getting back into, like, like you said, Patreon and being more just intentional with our work. Yeah. Because we kind of been, you know, obviously living life, so we fell back a little bit, but. Mm. Yeah. So these are the questions that you can talk to your partner about. So the first one is, what is something I have done this month that made you feel loved and cared for? Two, do you feel like there's anything we need to improve on in our relationship? Three, is there anything you need that I haven't been giving you? Four, when was the last time I hurt your feelings and you decided not to speak up about it? Five, do you feel like you still have enough time for your friends and interest? And six, what's one thing you'd want to change? Try out for next month. All right, let's get into the family meeting. Mm -hmm. All right, so the first question is, hi, I'm a 21-year-old femme lesbian POC, and I've been out as a lesbian for two years. Since coming out, I've been in a few long-distance situationships, every lesbian's specialty, LOL, but I've never got to experience anything that lasts. I've been dropped abruptly, ghosted, and so much more by people who've claimed to care about me. The empty statements and promises are really starting to mess with me. I feel like I should have experienced love or even a steamy hookup friends with benefits situation by now, but I haven't. Is it normal to not have any serious romantic experiences at 21 years old? I feel like I'm behind and like something is wrong with me. Any advice is welcome. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that you're behind. I think at 21 years of age... That is no different from being, I don't know, how you say that? A teenager. Like, it's still, you're, it's, 21 is giving, like, post-teen. Like, (laughs) I don't, I I don't know. Like, just because you're 21 Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're grown and, like, you should be doing grown things. Like, Mm -hmm. it's all a transition. Mm -hmm. So, I, I think, you know, at 21, I was doing nut but fuck boy shit like yeah i was 21 i was, I was ghosted and ghosting and 21 i was still in the closet so yeah you're not I, late i'm also say you're, you're still, not late you're still really trying to figure it out like yeah. that age between you know 18 and like 25 is shit i'm 29 i'm still trying to figure it out but i think like you know that gap is just it's a lot of figuring out and a lot of learning and I just feel like in that time, you shouldn't be stuck on the idea of permanent things, you know, because you have so much more life to live mm-hmm. that so many things are going to change. You're going to change personally. So it's just, I don't know, take that time into, you know, learning yourself yeah. and what it is that you want and just experiencing things that you haven't because you know we so desperately get to an age where we're like oh I want to be in a relationship and I want it to be something long lasting and permanent and not that that's wrong Mm -hmm. but I don't know it's just not something like you should jump into that young yeah I think it's normal, and I don't really think you're missing out on much, to be honest. Yeah. Just live your life. 
I feel like when you least expect it is when someone comes into your life. Yeah. And like, maybe the long distance thing just isn't for you. I mean. Yes. You gotta, again, it's lessons. It's learning things. Mm -hmm. Like, that's literally telling you, you know, uh, maybe I should start going out and finding people close to me, near me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it even be the people that you're friends with. Mm -hmm. Or that's been around or in your friend group and you didn't know, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But don't fixate on things that has happened and like you can't control. Period. Question number two. I recently have been ghosted. This is a topic of discussion, huh? (laughs) Um, I recently have been ghosted. I met this girl on a dating app. We vibed so well and had a good connection. After our second date, her energy changed and she blamed it towards family issues and then ghosted me. We went from talking every day to her ghosting me. Heavy on the ghosted me. (laughs) This is my first time getting ghosted, so I feel hurt and confused. I'm trying not to let it mess with my self-confidence. It seemed like she was really into me. I don't understand. I'm also not the one to chase. So I'm not looking for answers or sending long paragraphs. I know my worth and I deserve communication, the bare minimum. Thoughts? You ever been ghosting? Yeah. Why do people do that? I mean, I'm sure I've been ghosted. You don't remember now? I mean, I've been catfished. And in that in that process, I definitely got ghosted. Okay, well but that, I've also made, played well, that the makes thing. sense. But that makes sense. Yeah. But why would you why did you ghost them? It's so much easier to ghost someone than to tell them you're not interested. I mean, it's when so you, tragic. When you're young, you're just doing toxic oh, shit. So it was like Lord. if that was a thing, that was the thing. And I think that when I've been you ghosted, from, it's not fun. When you come from a space where it's like you don't really know how to handle situations or conflict, you just Ghost? Do the shitty things. So tragic. I, I think that's I wish why people would just speak up. I think that's why it's always like the excuses because it's like the excuses are kind of like those the the preparation cues of I'm about to fade off you. Right. But let me tell you something about being ghosted. Like, yeah, it sucks and it's an asshole move. But like, you contacting them, asking them why. It's going to make you feel worse because they're going to come with excuses that truly do not make sense. Yeah. So you're going to try to find closure in that, but there's truly isn't going to be any closure because their excuses are literally Bullshit. excuses. Yeah. Excuses. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it's just best off for you to, like, delete them and just, like, move on. Like you said, you know your worth. So mm-hmm. I can understand it fucking with your self-confidence and it can be questionable but there's people who want you and that aren't gonna ghost you Mm -hmm. so stop giving your energy to people who don't give a fuck right you experienced it it sucks now that becomes your Mm non-negotiable if you don't fuck with me say that don't do that cutting off ghosting shit you know Mm -hmm. Mm. annoying yeah all right i think that's it but that's it for our episode today. I hope you guys liked it, loved it. Uh, I don't really care if you hated it. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We get a lot of like Spotify people who've been like, we get a lot of like comments from Spotify. So keep it up. We love to see those. 
Yes, yes. Goose, goose, mother goose. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>